Okay. Um, the, the goal today is <coughs> to go through the Pesach guide. I'm sorry, the shopping guide, but not in its order. Its order is alphabetical, which has works for certain things. We're going to go through it by categories that I rearranged it into. Um, that to me makes sense. Um, depending on how much time we have, we'll either do all or all or half of the things that are on that list. Okay. Um, the, the way it's going to I'm going to put things into categories the way, to me, as I said, the way to me makes sense. Um, but if something is in a specific category, does it mean, I, I don't mean to say that that's the only thing that's wrong with it. Um, if, if my example here is if, if you have um, mayonnaise, you're going to see it's going to be in the vinegar category. That doesn't mean that's the only thing wrong with mayonnaise. And if you have a mayonnaise that's maybe that vinegar, then it's okay for Pesach. I'm putting it into what's the most um, logical and, to me, the, m- the most obvious place where it belongs to be a Pesach issue. Okay. Um, these are my 19 categories. Um, see what we're going to do? Okay. These are, these are, these are the categories we're going to do. If we're going to do at least the first column, the, first, the left column A through G. If we have time, we'll do the whole thing. I, I suspect we're just going to do half today and half next time. Okay. What's next time? Next week. Okay, so so the way it is like this. Um, I, I don't know if everybody thinks like this. I don't know if everybody thinks like this, but for me, this is going to work mathematically. Okay, so that'll just make it make sense for me. Okay, there are I count 344 pieces of information on the shopping guide. Okay, and that's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna work through. We're gonna do the non-food ones first. That's A through G. Um, which is these? Okay, these are the ones that we're gonna try to cover. Um, Let's go get those categories. Yeah, why? Okay. <laughs> I, I knew someone was going to say that. Okay. Scope, 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 scope does not mean, does not mean, now watch, we just scope, like, like how much we're going to try to cover, okay? Okay, sorry, I did not, I did not mean, scope, math watch, it's not recommended. Okay, uh, okay, and that is like this. Okay, we had the, 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 on the shopping guide, I count up 28 things, um, where we, where we, Will we reference someplace else? There's no information on a guy. Go look someplace else. And they go into six groups. Formula, cosmetics. Um, let's see what else they are. I don't remember what they are. Cosmetics. Um, medicines. What are they going to be? Yeah, um, supplements. Yeah, I can't read fast enough. And pet food. And the last one, I think, is... Okay, so these 28 things. So we're not going to talk about those today. That's for a different day session because these things are all off the shopping guide. They all say in the shopping guide, it says... You want to know about pet food? Go look at our pet list or other information. So we're not talking about that. We're also not going to be, the list also has 20 for duplicates. Okay, so we were holding it. Now this, no, it has duplicates because like herbal tea is under ink and it's under tea also. Okay, the same thing is listed because it's an alphabetical list. Okay, so so far, we were holding it as we did 52 things already. That was really good. In a second, we did 52. Okay, so we have, we have plenty to go. It's going to slow down if that. Okay, the beginning moves a little faster. Okay, uh, our first group is, can I ask you, can you just pass this around? If anybody wants to take notes, um, uh, these are of the serious life. Uh, if it interests you. Okay. And as you're, as you're probably familiar with from using the, the shopping guide itself. Uh, no, oh, if you want to take notes. Um, Okay. What 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 you're pro- what you're used 
just, just for the, the way it, things work, the way we used to in our guy, and you see on the handout that I gave you, the things are by colors, okay? Green means it's good, it doesn't need Hashgachah for Pesach. Red means you're not allowed to use it for Pesach. And yellow or orange, whatever color you think that is, um, means that it's something that you, you can only buy here if it has Hashgachah. Okay? That's how our colors are going to work. Okay, so our the next few we're going to do are the three inedible items. Uh, this is also a pretty long and quick list um, to help us get through some good numbers. Okay. Okay, on this, on this list, on this list in total, there's going to be 50 items. Uh, please, I'm not, I'm not going to read them all, okay? But if you want to read them on your paper, um, these are 50 items. So far we have 43 of them up there. 50 items that are not edible, okay? Fabric protector and corn remover and band-aids and detergent. All these are things that are inedible, and because they're inedible, that's why they're green. Um, they, don't, they don't need hashtagha. I'm going to talk about a couple of specific ones, and they are, the first is um, bleach wipes. Okay, bleach wipes, um, as you're going to hear as we go on, the CRC's policy is that things that have denatured alcohol require hashtagha for pesach. We need to know that it's not common stick. That does not apply to bleach wipes because the bleach wipes are considered to be inedible. The, the liquid that comes out of them, aside from the alcohol, is, is so inedible that we don't worry about the fact that it may have um, denatured alcohol in it. Okay, next is candles. Similar. Candles are similar, that we consider them to be not edible. And even if it's a scented candle, the scent is theoretically edible, but even though that's edible, but it's overall part of an inedible item, um, and we don't care about that. Okay, next, charcoal. Yeah, it's a question. Are these, uh, any of these explanations, like, you just said specifically about scented candles are okay, is that an SCRC? It is. If it's not, we can, we'll put it in. It's supposed to be. Okay, those things, they should Even be. Even like the bleach wipes. The bleach wipes. That's the big one. No, so bleach wipes, it just says they're okay. It doesn't say, even if it has denatured alcohol, and it doesn't say that in there. Um, okay. Actually, there are no ingredients on bleach wipes. Okay. Bleach wipes. So what does the asterisk mean? The asterisk means I'm going to talk about it separately. I'm not just going to put it on the list. That's what it's an asterisk. Okay. Um, Okay, charcoal. Okay, charcoal, of course, is inedible. That's why it's on this list. But you'll see charcoals out there that say they're apple or they're hickory or something like that, and those are not flavored with an outside flavor. That's not what it means. It doesn't mean that someone put on hickory flavor onto the charcoal. It means is they use hickory wood in creating the charcoal, which gives a, a certain type of a fragrance when you make, when you roast your hot dogs on it, it gives a certain fragrance to it, uh, and so it's called hickory flavored, or hickory, yeah, hickory flavored charcoal, but it's not flavored with a, with a chemical, it's made just with a different type of wood, it gives that flavor, and that's why it's okay also. You, you wrote an SCRC acceptable for bleach wipes, Accept, acceptable, right. they do not contain ethyl alcohol. Is that what it says? Yes. Okay, well then it shouldn't say Okay, <laughs> strike it from the record. Well. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll fix it. I'm, I'll be doing this thing while you're talking. That's fine. That's fine. Keep yourself busy. That's why the screens on the old together to keep people busy. Keep people from falling asleep. Okay. Crackpot liners. Okay. Crackpot liners. We'll get in a minute to things that have coatings or possibly have coatings. Um, it's our belief that the crackpot liners are just a piece of plastic and it does not have a coating on top of it. And for that reason, we recommend all of them. The, the plastic is obviously not edible. Um, it's our impression that they don't have a coating on them. From everyone who we've spoken to, we believe that's true. And that's why we recommend them. Um, I guess if we find that otherwise, we'll change our mind. But as of now, we believe that it doesn't have coating. It's just basically a piece of plastic. Wait, so, coating you mean like a spark? No, anything. But some kind of a greasy something on top of it, rather than just a piece of plastic. Sometimes in these, they actually starch. 
if if we we don't believe that they do anything like that, but if we if we were to know that it was, then we would reconsider. Right. 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 Well, I've done it. I mean, I have. I use backpack things in my house. We we done it. We and we ask people. We look into. We don't believe there's anything in there. Okay, I'm I'm ready to be told that that's not true. So as far as we know, no, I'm not, I'm there's no. Not, I'm not arguing. Should we add that? Make sure there's no. Uh, put your hand in, and if it comes no, out, it's about it. Yeah, make sure. Again, we use pop-up things in my house. You don't so have to make sure we have to stay out of it. I don't, I don't know that it's fine in the middle of the house. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm sure. Can I bring it to your W's? I'm going to ask you over the phone. This is the one I have. Okay. 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 Okay, there's a whole bunch more inedibles, and for that, my next thing I have to tell you is on this list. Okay. okay, here we have some exciting things like petroleum jelly, and silver polish, and nail polish, and all kinds of other things that we consider to be not inedible. Okay, now for this, we have on here that um, insecticides, you know, yeah, insecticides on the top left are considered inedible, and they're okay. However, 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 the, the, the traps, the, the traps... Uh, we have this impression that in the traps that someone has put edible things to catch the animals, like a mouse or something like that. Uh, and therefore, we tell people that if, you, if it may have hummus inside of it, you shouldn't use it. I haven't a clue how someone's supposed to figure out if that's hummus inside of it. But that's what we tell people. Um, Mix borax with jelly and you'll get rid of the Okay, thank you very much. So whoever knows how to use that and doesn't want to use... Borax with jelly. Borax. Borax with jelly. Borax with jelly. Borax with jelly. Borax with jelly. Borax Mix it in with some jelly, leave it out. No, really. So now just tell people to use this way. Mm-hmm. But we tell them, unless you know, there's nothing inside that's edible, which, yeah, of course, yeah, there's no yeah, way to there's know. There's no way to know. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could cut them open, but, uh, I mean, you know. Okay. Liquid dish detergent. Liquid dish detergent um, is inedible. And when we say it's inedible, that means, that means it's considered inedible, and you could use it on your dishes, even though that's going to have sort of a food contact to it. You're going to wash your dishes with it, and it's going to, then you eat on those plates. That's okay. It's considered inedible, um, and you're allowed to do that. And? It doesn't need to get that certification? Right. Correct. And? Just so you know, this is a big one where others argue with us. Yeah. Be ready for that. Yeah. We, we, it's a common question. That's why I put on this question. And then we answer them if they go according to the other agency. Why are you Now we finish our second section, and 
we've already done 102 items. Okay, 242 to go. Okay, it's going to slow down now. Okay, next, which is similar, very much similar to the inedible items, is the things that are innocuous. Um, we have a dozen things here um, that we think they're, that they are innocuous, and they are. You have them on your papers, but you can see the children. Um, all kinds of things that the way you make them, like hydrogen peroxide, um, is not. Ooh, that's a mistake. Hydrogen peroxide is is like it's something that it doesn't have any questions with about how you make it for Pesach, and therefore it's recommended as is. It doesn't make a difference. Why is it on the Excuse me. Why so some it was a big uh, debate which one they should be on. So some well, of them. soda is edible. You have to you cook with it. That's why it's not inedible, but like hydrogen peroxide. He doesn't hear. This is an innocuous list. This is no, not inedible. Which is okay. So, so we could. Okay. Okay. Yeah, just two different ways to say it. Okay. Okay. However, okay, on this list of innocuous, okay, there's something we need to talk about, and that is eggs. Okay, um, whole eggs that are in their shell, raw whole eggs, are okay for Pesach. They're innocuous. They're, they're, as they are, they're okay. Now, now, I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. Okay, now, there's two things to talk about in here. The first is, let me talk about the... The pasteurized one. Okay. There, are, there are eggs that come pasteurized. They're in the shell. They're raw, but they're pasteurized. So this way you can make, cook, bake with them and not be afraid of killing your, your company. Okay, so the, the pasteurized eggs are pasteurized, we believe, in a way, in machinery that's dedicated to pasteurizing eggs. So it doesn't pose a pace-up question because they do pasteurize them. There is heat involved, but that's all they do is pasteurize eggs. So we're okay to use the pasteurized eggs. The eggs that are pasteurized in the shell, those are okay. Now, we do recommend to people, there are three things that we recommend to people that they're okay to use, but preferably they should either have hashkaka or you should buy them before Pesach. Okay? Eggs, milk, and cut up vegetables or salads. Okay? And the reason for those three are those are three things that there's a possibility, there's a very small possibility, but there's a possibility that there's something in that process that could be stick. In the case of the eggs, the coatings that they put on the eggs or stamping that they put on the outside of the egg, it's, they wash it with citric acid. And each of these three things, are a poss- there's a small possibility that something that they put onto it would be chametz. If that were to happen on Pesach, chametz can't be bumped on Pesach. So these things, not only do they have this small possibility, I'm sorry, but they're sold fresh also. That means that the chicken lays the egg today, Tomorrow, it's in the supermarket. So if I go to the supermarket on a Cholomite and buy eggs, it's possible that the egg has chametz put onto it on Pesach. Or wash onto it on Pesach. So for eggs, milk, and cut up vegetables like your salad, things like that. Why would we think that what? We, we know that there are, there are things put onto it. Like the vegetables are washed with, in a lot of places, with citric acid. The milk has vitamins added into it. So there's a small possibility that those things are chametz. Actually, the vitamins in the milk might be chametz. So if that happened before Pesach, it's bustle. It's in tiny amounts. We're not worried about it. But were it to happen on Pesach, it would not be bustle. And therefore, for these things... Wait, just one second. For these things, we tell people, you should buy with Hashkafa. If you can't see it with Hashkafa, you, you should buy it before Pesach to avoid having any questions about buying on Pesach. So we're saying eggs you should buy with Hashkafa. Well, before Pesach. Well, eggs with Hashkafa Pesach don't really exist. I don't think that exists. There's such a thing? Okay. It could be it exists. But we... For other reasons? The main, the main, isn't it the making or moisture? 
because they eat hummus. Except that in America they don't eat hummus. But yeah, I guess in theory. It's a, it's a very, that's a much smaller sandwich. But the eggs is a liquid egg also. I'm not going to say. But we're going to try. Here's liquid eggs. Cooked eggs or liquid eggs, those are surely hash browns. Okay, we're only talking about now is whole raw eggs in the shell. Like you buy, you know, a dozen at a time. But liquid eggs need hash kaffa. Those are cooked. They have other ingredients added to them. Those need hash kaffa. So this list of innocuous things has this one yellow spot there in the middle. Perfect. It's an egg. Colton buys all their eggs before Pesach, but they continue selling the older eggs. That's fine. So that egg is from before Pesach. That's okay. The idea is you don't want to buy an egg that was laid... That was laid on Pesach that someone did something to it on Pesach. So if you know in your store that they buy it before Pesach and they just stock up on them, that's the same thing. That's an egg that's really one day. I don't know exactly how many days, but it's not a long time. So these are things that are sold fresh. Okay, now there's one more thing. There's one more thing. How come I don't see it on here? Oh, it's not on. Okay, on the bottom left, there's a change of policy for this year. Um, and it was supposed to go separate. Bottom left, coconut. Coconut? Shredded coconut. Okay. Uh, in the past, we told people that shredded coconut needs hashgacha no matter what. Okay? We looked into it a little bit more this year, and we, and we changed the rules, and the new policy... Changed the rules? Changed the rules. Changed change the, the policy. And the new policy is shredded coconuts, if they're not sweetened and they're not flavored, it's just plain shredded coconuts, they're okay. The only problems are when they're sweetened or flavored, that's going to be on the latest screen. I don't know why it's here. But, and, well, it's not here. But the green one is the shredded coconut that has nothing else added to it, not sweetened, not flavored. That's fine. Okay. And here we are. Okay. We finished three. Okay. Did I write mineral oil? No. That's Okay, well, so let me clarify. Let me clarify. Let me clarify. Yes, yes. It says on here mineral oil. So Rabbi Fishman says, well, wait a second. What happens if my mineral oil has something else mixed into it? Okay? That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about when it says mineral oil, it means mineral oil. Just plain old mineral oil. If your mineral oil says mineral oil and vegetable oil, then you get a separate question. I'm not going to answer that question, but I think that when we're talking, when we say you can buy paraffin, that doesn't mean paraffin with something else. It means paraffin. That's what they sell minerals, they usually have vegetables and carriers that were sold on. We'll point that out. Okay. It, it won't say it won't say well, carrier. I, I don't know what that means. What does it mean to carry? It helps it do what it needs to do. Well, you're talking about mineral oil in a bottle that you just buy in the store? You buy in CVS? No, I'm talking about any plants. If you buy mineral oil, apply it. No plants goes by based on questions. We're talking about consumers. When I buy, walk into the store and I buy a bottle of mineral oil, I don't know what you do with it, but you buy a bottle of mineral oil. So we believe that's pure. Yeah, but this paraffin, you're talking about that, the, the liquid, right? Mm-hmm. It's colored sometimes. Yeah. So colored, it's In right. that case, it's fine, yes. Yes, okay. Move on to our next thing. And that is, these are the things that are more complex. Okay. That what these have in common, what, all that they have in common is that they're just complex. And they're just <laughs> complex. And therefore, they own, these, all these things need hashtaka. Okay? Um, these are, I don't know how many other eight things could be here. Um, one of them that I put on separately is syrup. I don't know what that means, but it's on our list. I'm not sure if that means like maple syrup kind of thing, if it means like petel syrup like you put in your cell, so I don't know what it means, but whatever it is, it's complex. Can you just talk for a second why Because it's complex. There's just too much going on in there. There are too many ingredients in there for us to just say, nah, it's no problem, you can use it as is. 
Uh, I, 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 we do them one by one. If you look at a specific one, it could be that it's okay. There's no, uh, there's no common carrier or anything. No, the but it's just... The coloring is just chemical. The coloring per se is not the problem. It's whatever else is going on in there that makes it... We don't know what's in there. It's too, too complicated, and we just say, why would that go? That's why it's yellow. Coming. It's going to come. It's going to come. It's going to be there. Okay, we're really in the, in the non-foods. And some of the things you saw here were foods, those like eggs. But we're really, this, the first bunch are non-food items. That's our first one. Okay. Next thing. Things that go in your mouth. Okay. Braces. Okay. I don't know if you wear braces, but we get close to them. Okay. Um, and they are? Where is it? Okay. Braces and dentures. Okay, it, it's our, we follow the opinion that braces and dentures don't need to be specially tashered for Pesach. We assume that they don't absorb, not everything's like that, but we assume that they don't absorb any flavor because the food you put in your mouth, the food you put into your mouth, leave Leave when you, no, with leave when you would pass it. Uh, <laughs> there's a torch, right? But we, 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 we no, no, but there are people. Who, I, I will say there are people. There are people who don't eat hot hummus at 25 before pesa to avoid having questions of benjamin flavor being in their braces or dentures. We don't say that. We tell people we assume that there's no time being absorbed into them. Uh, the food that you put in your mouth is not hot enough to make a bleed go into those things, and therefore we let people use them. Um, right, that's correct. No, there are people who don't eat hot for 24 hours. Hot for 24 hours. Okay, that's fine. Um, now, the... We know that's not true. It is, yeah, it's lettuce. You do get 120. Okay, so... What's the star? We can... No, the, the assumption is... Oh, it's a cliché. It's a cliché. It's not... Yeah, okay. A different part. Okay. The... On, on braces, braces have some other things that go along with them, and that is, there's a wax that people put on their braces. That's inedible, and that's okay. Uh, and also, there are rubber bands that people use in their braces. Um, the rubber bands, some of them are coated. Some of them are coated. Uh, and if we tell people, it's actually on the nexus, I think. We tell people, yeah, we tell people that they should rinse them off, rinse off those rubber bands before they use them. Uh, the, the starch that's on there is almost for sure it's going to be 10 years. Um, and, and not really such a serious issue, but we tell people they should rinse off their the rubber bands before they use them. Okay. Um, chewing tobacco. Um, we don't recommend it. I mean, we don't recommend it year-round that people use chewing tobacco. But if you're using it anyhow... For Pesach, it needs to have because it has because flavors. Why? Because it has flavors in it. It has a flavor in it. Is there true tobacco in I have no idea. But that's how I think. Unless you, well, I should say, when I say it needs hashkoch, I mean, or you know that it has no hummus in it. If you can't figure that out, then you can't figure it out. But when we say it needs hashkoch, it needs hashkoch, or you figure it out, then it's okay. Okay, dental floss. Okay, what about uh, cigarettes? Uh, we always have questions. Cigarettes? Okay. We don't have about the liquid cigarettes. No, liquid yeah, cigarettes, we don't recommend for year-round either. Uh, the regular cigarettes? I don't, yeah, it's not for shopping guys, I'm off the hook. I don't they, know. They have comments, but in the past you said it's not considered by yeah. okay. Definitely have comments. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's not on our Okay, it's not on our list, we'll have to so look at it. what does that mean practically? Can you say no or yes? Yes, no smoking. Okay. It's not all, it's not, it's not also on pace up to smoke. Not more usher than 
people not sitting there doing this. Okay. No, 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 no. That's a musa. That's a musa because it's not eggs that the chick lays the egg and comes to So it doesn't do that for the garden. No, that's good. Okay. Yes. Yes. Temple floors. Okay. Temple floors. Temple floors. We tell people to use the ones that are. We're not publicizing that. No, the cigarettes have puppets in them. Why shouldn't we publicize that? Yeah, she's saying to encourage them. But they're very people, and they don't get off. We try to tell them the truth, you know? Okay. Okay, dental floors. Dental floors, we tell them, we tell people um, the wax is on, does not pose an issue, the the, the floors itself is nothing, and. But we tell people to not use the flavored ones because the flavor is edible. Um, Listerine pocket packs have hashkocha for year-round. Um, they have ingredients that are sensitive, and the hashkocha says we can't take responsibility for Pesach, so we, we recommend people not use them. And list. Sorry, they're not the the flavor. That's a mint. That's a mint oil. Mint or sometimes it's mint. Is mint oil problem? We wouldn't recommend it. Not knowing what it is for Pesach. For year-round, we say people it's preferable to use without a flavor, but for Pesach, we tell people not to use it with a flavor, unless they know for sure that it's not a problem. That's nothing in there. I'm asking, mint oil is a problem. If it was mint oil, well, it's always mint oil, almost. If you knew that it was mint oil, it would not be a problem. But it would not be a problem for Pesach. But you have to really know that. So for year-round, we say, you know what? It's probably it's probably not an issue. We say it's preferable without it. But for Pesach, we tell people they shouldn't use it. Okay, and toothpaste is the same. Um, that they're plain, you can use them. Uh, but if they are flavored or colored, colored, even? colored, I don't know why it says colored. If it's flavored, then you shouldn't use it. So color is okay. No idea. We know. You don't know colors in there. It says on there. That's that not the question. <laughs> <laughs> it says over here it's not flavored or colored. Right. Okay. So why? Yeah. Why? We had it before. Colored something else. Colored before we had. Well, you wrote up here. Food color is a problem. Colored people. Oh, yeah, colored paraffin. Well, you don't eat the paraffin. You burn the paraffin. Don't put it in your mouth. Yeah, I'm not worried about paraffin. You put it in your mouth. I, I, so let's change that. Okay, we we'll have to think about that. Let's think. We don't have to change anything. We're now just thinking. We're not thinking. <laughs> How long should we think? Come back and watch Barbara. <laughs> okay. Okay, we're getting there. We're getting someplace, guys. We're at 132. So where do you get these images? Now, that's a, a very basic question. I'll talk to you Okay. Okay, now, now we'll go with things that are questions if they are or not coded. Okay, um, the connection is because the last time we talked about rubber bands, about them having coded. That's a... That's a segue. There we go, segue. Okay, um... <coughs> Okay, aluminum products, like aluminum foil, foil pans, and things like that, um, they do have a coating. Uh, not aluminum foil, but aluminum pans. There's a coating in them so that when the machine stamps them out, um, it doesn't rip through the foil, the, the pan. Because it starts as a flat sheet of foil, and the machine stamps down to make it into the right shape. Um, that coating is not edible. Um, people have tasted it. Um, so we're not worried about that. Okay? Right. It's not edible, and it's not edible, and therefore we don't care whether it's trade for hummus. It's not hummus. It's probably kidneys, but we don't care about it because it's not edible. What the oil? The oil. Okay. Certified. Yes. Yes. (coughs) It's sensitive. That's what he means. He means it's sensitive ingredients. So if it makes it not edible, it's on our tray and we're cooking with it, doesn't it? Are we eating it? Good question. And on your, your fruit is wax, also it's not edible. But if you put a little enough of it, it's okay. You know, you know. 
That's right, such a difference. Are we talking also about aluminum products, aluminum foil, because there's also those special aluminum foils that have specifically coatings on them. Release. Yeah, I have a release. Yeah. It's not recommended. Okay, I don't know what that is. So I'll put it there. Yeah. What okay. is it? These special ones that have special coating on them? Yeah, I have a note from last year that the released Reynolds Boston aluminum foil with plain OU was okay. Okay, so we'll check the book. What is this product? What is this product? Red, red with it's called Release Non-Stick. They, they pre-oil the aluminum foil for you, so when you pull it out, you can wrap something in it, I guess. So, the last year, the OU said, if it has a plain OU, it's fine for face But okay. we have to look at the OU. Okay. Okay. Oh, you okay. do I, 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 I That's it, and that's why we don't know each other. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> bands. Now, balloons and orthodontics. Okay. <clears throat> I mentioned to you beforehand that rubber bands, rubber bands that people put on their braces have a starch on them, and some balloons do also. Um, so, we tell people that they should rinse them off before they use them. They don't need to have hashtag, I know it's yellow, but we just tell people they should rinse them off before they use them. Okay, similar to that is dried fruit. We don't have r- rubber bands. And, uh, Did you look on the braces? Huh? Did you look on the I'm braces? Okay. That's fine. That's fine. We'll, we'll put it in. Okay. Uh, dried fruit is coated with an oil, usually it's a kidney's oil, in order to make sure that things don't stick to each other. So we say that those things should have hashkocha also. And now... Are these the dates of Pascal? It does. I don't think... I don't have any reason to think it's different than anything else. That's what's the question. And then Pascal, can I buy the dates? So we say they need hashkocha for data. So then we don't know. I mean, we don't know. What can we tell you? Okay. Mouth cards. Yeah, we're talking about plastic pieces that you put in your mouth. They're okay. And all year round, and then you're putting them. That's okay. Same as like braces. Yeah. 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 Yes. They're plastic. Yes. Same. They're okay. Now, gloves, disposable gloves. Wait, dry fruit. Is that even if there's nothing in the ingredients? Not gonna be something. It's not gonna be in the ingredients. No. Not. They they put a coating on them. Uh, we're not gonna. Yeah. We're getting there. We're getting there. Don't ask. Jason, us. So far, we're not. These are the not. These are the non-foods. So I know we mentioned just raisins, but no, no. We're we're encoding. That's how we're. Okay. It's not, no jokes about fruits. Okay, so, okay, glue. Oh, that's oh, a question. I just got a question about glue. Glue? Do we need with paste No. No. Let's see here before Let's lose on the inedible. It should be. What about edible? Edible? Today are edible, but yet especially because years ago, No, they make them in I don't know if this starch is here, but I do know that it's not edible. So if if it's not edible, I don't get it this one. <laughs> There's a lot of reasons not to get it. Okay. Okay. Disposable gloves. Disposable gloves. Now the disposable glove industry has got this really um, interesting way of doing things. Okay. People make disposable gloves when they they. There's a question that they may be powder on the gloves. So some of the, if the glove doesn't have any marking, we assume there's a powder. Either you shouldn't use it, you should rinse it off, or a starch. Okay. Now the 
if they say powderless, to most people think the word powderless means it doesn't have powder. That would, that's the way you speak English. But not for disposable gloves. For disposable gloves, powderless means it has less powder. Okay? I'm not sure who came up with that one. Less. Powderless. Powderless. Yes. Yeah. And it only has no powder if it's powder-free. Okay, I don't know who... Someone who doesn't speak very good English. I mean, that, that, that's how it works in the industry. That's how it works in the industry. If it says powderless, it means it has not as much as regular powder, but not no powder. Okay, powder-free so, is okay. Powder-free is okay. The powder-free that's up there, it's, those ones have no powder. Go okay. Okay, but there's just a quirk in the way people make disposable gloves. I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, or rinse it off if you're worried about. Look, the question is, is there maybe a starch coating on top of it. So I guess you could rinse them off if you want to rinse. It. Inside. Inside. Inside, so you can get your hand inside. So once you rinse it off, it's gonna be very hard to get your hand inside. I don't know if you're not gonna be able to rinse. Right. Okay, so then uh, uh, Okay, parchment paper. We have we believe that the parchment paper has a coating on it. <coughs> excuse me, a coating on it that might be sensitive, and therefore we say it needs such stuff. Yes. Good. So what what it is is that I'm, these are the these are the general rules. Okay, these are the general rules. And what happens is, as we find out, no, no, right. As we find out from specific brands that they're okay, we put them. He puts them on the alerts, and we stick them to SCRC also, where people can see them on our apps, etc. And people could see that we know this specific brand is okay. Um, it puts on the alert. That's one angle, and then the other angle, we we try to feed that information. We're talking about here just the general information. Um, is there a difference between Quillen and uh, the other one? <laughs> it's a general contrast. Okay, okay. Also, one of them is straight. So we don't recommend that one. No, no, exactly. It wouldn't make a difference. Okay. 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 Ok
to restrict that to parchment paper, or are you suggesting that uh, paper goods also have a code? That's an extension of paper goods. Okay. Next section is paper goods. Okay, parchment paper is its own special one. This is paper. Now it doesn't include wax paper. It's just parchment paper, right? Right. Okay. Is it? Oh, look at that. Yeah, look at that. I didn't realize that. Okay. Okay. Now paper. Um, paper? Okay. The paper is inherently inedible. There are, there are starches used in actually producing the paper. That is to say, before it looks like a sheet of paper or a coffee filter or a paper napkin. Um, we don't worry about those things. Um, those are in, it, sort of like built in to the paper and are considered inedible from that side. Th- there were those who believe that there's a starch put on top of it. And we went to some paper plants. We spoke to people. As we stand now, we don't believe there's anything on top of the paper, on the plates and on the napkins and the filters and tissues and all this kind of stuff like that. Can we do those tests here? We've, we've done some tests because there's starch in, in the paper, in the, in the creation of the paper, but not on the top of the paper, not on the surface of the paper. Yes, we did play with them this year, two years ago. Um, so all these kind of paper things we recommend, uh, as of the past couple of years, we let them even for hot because uh, we're not worried about the anything that's on top of them. Uh, that's the last couple of years. Does that mean this year we do? Yeah, it's fine. Even five. Okay. Um, okay. Now. Did anybody about the first uh, the first uh, uh, paper towel? Yeah. Blue? The first paper towel means Rabbi Goldschweig. That's Rabbi Goldschweig says. Okay. Um, Rabbi Goldschweig got up and someone said to him, "What about the first one? Has glue and you can't you shouldn't use it." I was told you shouldn't use the first couple. He says, my, this is my address. Bring them to my house. We'll be happy to take them. He's in L.A. now. You get a new address? You get a new address? I'll send you his address. You can mail. Okay. So, um, yeah, everyone has to tell me, are you... Is everybody awake enough to do the second half? Or should we wait the next time? Fine. Part two. Okay. Okay. Fine. Okay, part two. The, the food items. Okay. These are, how many other? Um, Twelve categories we're going to go through. Okay. First one is, the ones that are just plain old, good old facial comments. Okay? Um, and that includes, now I didn't put on here like bread and cookies. Okay? But it has things, it has, it has on it benefiber. fiber. The benefiber fiber that you buy on retail level. What is benefiber? fiber? It's a laxative. Um, the benefiber fiber you buy on a retail level is wheat starch. That's the only, that's the only thing that it has in it. And it's, we consider it to be hummus. Even in Panama. Even in Panama. We had a question this week from Panama, someone who wanted it. It has a little bit of a different name. It's, it's a shiloh it's a in din, whether wheat starch is common, but it is wheat starch, that's all it is. Uh, we assume that it's common. Okay? We can talk about it afterwards, the shiloh that there is, but well, we assume no, it's common. No, no, I didn't say Miralax. That's in the medicines. And the Miralax happens to be okay. I'm talking about specifically about Benefiber. Okay, now, but Benefiber... Oh, that's a brand name? Benefiber? Yeah, that's a brand name. Benefiber also is sold for, like, nursing homes and such. That's a different product. It's not the same Benefiber as the one that's sold retail. So the one in a, in a nursing home, they may look at it and it's not wheat starch, and I don't remember what the ingredients are. I think it was okay. I don't remember. But Benefiber for consumers is just made out of what we consider to be plain hummus. Okay, brewer's yeast. Okay. Later, I'm going to talk to you about regular yeast. But brewer's yeast is a byproduct of making beer. Okay? It's after the yeast has done its thing on making the beer, they recover that yeast, and they sell that as is, and that's plain old hummus. 
Okay. It's made out of barley. How come we don't have any yeast on when we use these here, see? We do have yeast. No. Well, okay, it should be because we have regular yeast is on my list here, so I'm, if it's down there, it should be. It should be. Okay, yeast is coming later, but uh, okay. Next, flour and matzah. Okay, when you make when you make flour, the standard flour you buy in the store is tempered. Tempered means is that they spray small amounts of water onto the grains before they grind them, and it sits in that water for a long time. Um, we treat that as safakhamut. Um, even though they have the water on it, we treat that as safakhamut. So plain flour, uh, you're not allowed to use on Pesach. Matzah, that's not meant specifically for Pesach, is obviously made from tempered flour, so it already has something against it. Plus, there's a lot of detail that goes into making matzah to make sure it doesn't become chametz along the way, and of course, year-round, nobody pays any attention to that. So we do not, obviously, we don't recommend matzah from year-round. You need to buy special matzah to crush the pizza. Uh, not tempered, right? But, I'm about to say that, but rye flour and spelt flour are not tempered. Those are not tempered. And those are not chametz. Um, I don't recommend you use them on Pesach, because you have to know what you're doing. You know, we don't recommend that. But as far as, like, selling them, they're not chametz. Rye and spelt flour are not tempered, they're not chametz, and neither is barley, or pearl barley, same thing. Uh, barley is also not wet, made wet during its processing, uh, so it's not hummus. So, again, you don't want to use it on Pesach, but as far as can I own it on Pesach, that's okay. Flour is not the same thing. Right, you know, wheat flour, flour made out of wheat, is different than flour made out of rye and spelt. They're processed differently. That's fine. That's fine. Not a problem. Okay, we have a question about wheat grains. Okay, and Play-Doh. 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 No, people buy wheat grains. Yeah, yeah. Play-Doh is made, the, the brand name Play-Doh is made out of flour and water. Wheatgrass is not wheat. Wheatgrass is the grass from the wheat plant. Yeah, but it's not the grain. It's not the grain of it. Right, it's just the grass. It's not hummus. It's grass. It's nothing. It's grass. It's not hummus. The kernel is, the, the, the grain is hummus. It's not the, not the grass. Yeah, we recommend it. Okay, Play-Doh, the brand name Play-Doh is made of flour and water. Um, we consider it to be um, chametz, it's a question, but we consider it to be chametz. But that, that's specific to the brand name of Play-Doh. Other modern compounds are not made the same way. They're not all the same, and it depends on what they're made out of. Okay, so when, when we say Play-Doh is chametz, that means Play-Doh, the brand, that type of modeling clay, um, modeling compound, is chametz. The other ones, uh, depends on what they're made out of. Okay. Next. Alcohol. Okay. As you, as you likely know, you can make um, beverage alcohol, the alcohol that you drink, um, can be made from lots of different grains and fruits. And of course, uh, a common way to make them is to make them out of grains that would be hummus, and therefore alcohol for drinking, um, what we call ethanol or ethyl alcohol, um, those things need hashkafel for Pesach. Um, if you buy vodka that has alcohol in it, that could have been made from potatoes, it could have been made from rice, it could have been made from wheat. So it needs hashkafel for Pesach. Okay. That, that point, which is many people know, only applies to ethyl alcohol. But other alcohols, like isopropyl alcohol, like isopropyl alcohol is never made from wheat. You don't, it's not possible. Rubbing alcohol, you can't make that out of wheat. Okay, you make that out of petroleum. Okay, that's not a problem. That's okay for Pesach. So when we say alcohol can be made out of Pesach, okay, alcohol for consumers means alcohol like drinking alcohol. Alcohol for chemists, 
has refers to a chemical structure of the molecule. So an isopropyl alcohol for a chemist, that's called alcohol. Uh, but that's not something you want to drink at home, you know, for kids. Okay, so, so that uh, isopropyl alcohol cannot be here for comments, it's not a problem. Okay, now, the, there's something called denaturing, as Reverend Masovsky just mentioned. There's something called denaturing, which is to say, for tax purposes, people take regular drinking alcohol and they add things to it that are poisonous or uh, taste really awful. It's for tax purposes and they try to make it not edible. There's a big question as to whether denatured alcohol is or is not usher on Pesach. Uh, we assume that it is, okay, and therefore, uh, air fresh, liquid air fresheners or baby wipes that have in them denatured alcohol, uh, we don't recommend, unless you know that they're not there, okay, which you should just know. In the United States, they're probably not hummus, they're probably kidneys, but unless you knew, um, we don't recommend those items. They're different than bleach wipes because? Because bleach wipes, we assume that the liquid coming out of a bleach wipe is really inedible, as opposed to... The liquid coming out of an air freshener... No, 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 no. No, it's liquid, baby wipes. Okay, it's a good question. It's a good question. Baby wipes, well, I don't think baby wipes and bleach wipes are the same. No, Um, I don't recommend you change your kids with bleach wipes. Um, We just assume that the bleach wipes have this really awful bleach in them, and the baby wipes are just... It's just... It's also kind of... Okay. Okay, same kind of thing. Anything that has denatured alcohol, they, maybe we don't have that on our list, but anything with denatured alcohol, we recommend that you only use it if you know it's not common sense. Now, the word... Now, denatured alcohol, sometimes on the ingredient panel it says alcohol. It just says plain old alcohol. Sometimes it says denatured alcohol. Or it says SD alcohol. It's for specially denatured alcohol. Or it says SDA27. Okay, that means that this was this alcohol was denatured using the government's form 27 formula for having denatured alcohol. Okay, there's different ways you'd see it listed. So, you know, if I say SDA26B, that means that's how it was done. That's how you notice it on an ingredient panel. Um, air fresheners, as I remember, don't have ingredient panels, as I remember. They don't have ingredient panels. Uh, we try to look into some of them. But uh, if you, we have listings of like deodorants that don't have denatured alcohol and things like that, liquid deodorant, uh, spray deodorants for people to use. That's not in today's thing, but... You can use that as your air freshener. That's what I... You could use... Yeah, I guess you could use that as an air freshener. Okay. I never thought of that, but I guess you could use it. You could also use solid. What's the difference between bleach wipes? You can talk to you about afterwards. It's a silent price. You can take the alcohol out. I'm going to talk to you afterwards. Yeah. I'll talk to you about it after. Okay. You don't have uh, liquid air fresheners on. Liquid air fresheners? Right there. No, it's not like you can I'm surprised at that. Okay, we'll fix it. Methyl alcohol is also not, it's not beverage alcohol. Only ethyl alcohol, the E at the beginning, with an M at the beginning, or butyl, or propyl, all those things are not alcohol. Okay. They're, not, they're not beverage alcohol. The only one, the, the, the names have to do with how many carbons there are in the thing, but the alcohol just means it has a certain chemical well, structure. Well, what you can use on Pesach, you just can't use ethyl and denature. Right, Any right. Any other alcohol you Yes, propanol, butanol, all those things, they're all fine. Butyl alcohol, all those things, they're fine. Okay. Yes. Okay, now... My, my question last year also has um, ethanol and isomel, also problems. Isoamyl? Isoamyl alcohol? Isoamyl. Very good. Yes, isoamyl. I don't think you ever see that on the ingredient panel, but yes, isoamyl alcohol is, make, is a byproduct of making whiskey, but you don't see that, on a, to my knowledge, on the ingredient panel. What's the What's the reason as the liquid air freshener, solid air freshener? Because, because the, liquid has, the liquid has the denatured alcohol in it, and the solid 
we see is like way beyond being edible. No, I mean, That's what, what you're asking is that why should the work of the alcoholics know how to take out the nature part and get a face? What's the issue of public yeah. And that's easier to ingest. Yeah. And the last is, and the last is Perel. Okay. Now Perel is what is it made of? It's sixty percent. It's sixty percent alcohol. What is Perel? It's a hand sanitizer. What did you say? Isomers of byproduct. Isoamyl alcohol. Byproduct of making whiskey. Of making whiskey. Purell, all the sanitizers like that are sixty-two percent alcohol. Okay, and they're just a plain. It's a teenage alcohol. So we said, well, we said sort of shorts. Since we don't allow denatured alcohol, should we tell people not to use Perel? So Rabbi Schwartz said, no, it's not edible. So I said, Rabbi Schwartz, but how is it different than the other ones? He said, that stuff is so not edible, I don't even want to try it. We, the, the, the plan was to, to have him see if he wanted to taste it. He was like, forget it, it's hopeless. Tell people they can use Perel. Even though we don't let them use denatured alcohol. Perel, I want to push it, you know. But Rabbi Schwartz said, no problem, you can use the Perel. It's not a question. Okay. Related to... Okay, related related to alcohol is um, vinegar. Okay, vinegar, the reason why it's related is because the way you make vinegar is you take alcohol and you ferment it a second time, you use some kind of special uh, microorganism, and it turns alcohol into vinegar. Okay, so just like the kid, just like alcohol could be made from comets, so too anything that has vinegar in it could be made from comets. So all these things... Uh, Sour tomatoes and ketchup and mayonnaise, all those things, all these things here, pickles, these things all are made with vinegar. Anything that's made with vinegar is, um, by its nature, sensitive to Pesach and needs to have hashkacha. Okay, just because of the vinegar. Again, like I mentioned at the beginning, these may have other issues to them also. Okay, but the simplest one is that if you pick up prepared horseradish, it's got a problem because it has vinegar inside of it. Okay? Now, as opposed to, one difference is, when we say horseradish, to different people, that word means different things. Raw horseradish is fine for Pesach. Okay? Prepared horseradish is not a, oh, you need hashkacha for it. And if the person doesn't know the difference, then they shouldn't use it tomorrow either. Okay? There are people who think that they, they go to the store and they buy golds, horse, or whatever brand horseradish, and then they use that to say there. Um, you know how to use that. Okay? Just throw that in. Okay. That was pretty easy. We'll move on, okay? If, you, if you're watching the numbers, we're just at the half point. Yeah. And numbers wise. Okay. Okay. Our next group is kidneys. Okay? This is a really long list here. Okay. Dominicans, there's a whole long list of foods that we don't eat because they're kidneys. Okay? Beans, rice. Missing wine. What's missing wine? Kidneys. It depends how you spell it. Because there'll be so I spell it. Uh, so, um, so there's all kinds of things. Okay, there's gonna be there's gonna be four screens of kidneys. But for now, there's a bunch of things that have kidneys in it. So the, all those things, a bunch of them, you know, eat like beans and buckwheat and canola oil and chickpeas. Those are things you can't eat because they're kidneys. Cooking oil spray is often made with vegetables, commonly made with vegetable oil, and the vegetable oil is often kidneys. I can't become it, but it's often kidneys. It also often has alcohol in it also on top of it, so it needs a shakha for Pesach. Okay, so Pam, I think Pam is listed separately, but cooking oil spray and Pam needs a shakha for Pesach. Okay. Could you just um, um, quickly say why corn, say corn flour is different than potato flour? Kidneys? No. Okay. No. Just, just for, for today, it just believe me. Okay? Corn is kidney, the potato is not. No, I believe you. Okay, not for today. Maybe in two Fridays that we can talk about it. Not today. Why is, why is potato flour not kidney? Not for today. Okay. Okay. Thank you. 
Okay, guys? Okay, now, now, Rabbi Schwartz has told us that when we consider foods to be kidneys, the part of the food that's the kidneys is the seed or the bean of that food. Okay? Not the other parts of the plant. And therefore, dill seeds are kidneys, but dill leaves are not kidneys. Okay? Um, so when, when we say a food is kidneys, we're talking about the, the edible bean or seed or whatever that part of it is. But the rest of the plant is not kidneys. In bean sprouts, he told us the beans are so intertwined with the, with the leafy part that we should tell people not to use them at all. you say dill seeds? Dill seeds are not are kidneys, but dill leaves, leaves are not because the leaf is not the seed part of it. Okay, people in cooking use the leaves. That's a common thing to use. Dill seeds are used for all the kinds of things. But when you go to the store and you buy dill leaves, those are not kidneys. Okay. So dry dill is the kidneys. Yes. Yes. Do you understand that the kidneys is bottle of nutrition for a piece of food? Well, kidneys is actually bottle of It's bottle of rice. There's always more of the kosher food than the kidneys is bottle of rice. It's even the rice. Now even the shishim. It's even bottle of rice. Okay? So if it went into your food by mistake, it's very hard for it to make your food not kosher pesa. Yes, but it's very hard to make it. It's not like hummus. If hummus falls into your food on pesa, it's hopeless. But the kidneys. If kidneys falls into your food, uh, and, and that point actually comes up a lot, which is, somebody bought something that wasn't kosher Pesach. Let's say they bought, uh, pick a, a food, one of these foods that we take, don't buy because it has kidneys in it. And they used it, they used it for their cooking. When they asked the rub the Shiloh, the rub needs to understand, if this is just a question of kidneys, then maybe bubble, and with the you could use it. If it already happened, you could use it. Okay, so the, the, the rub who answers the Shiloh needs to know, is this a hummus question, or is it just a kidneys question? If it's just a kidneys question, then... In most cases, the food is okay after it was done. So the evidence is okay. Now, the word negate is uh, marijuana, not hemp. Hemp? I didn't put oh. Hemp is on the screen yet. Oh. But it, it is... Okay. I'm going to talk about that in Mirza Shem in two Fridays about marijuana, in case you're curious. The Friday share is going to be not only about marijuana, but... This is what you said, that it's the weed, and not the... I'm going to talk about that in Mirza Shem in two Fridays. Now, I know what you... you what about vanilla? Coming in. Coming Coming, uh, I think There's it's coming. There's four frames. There's four frames. I don't know if it was on this screen. I don't remember where vanilla is. Vanilla it's, not, it's not kidney. You mean a vanilla bean? Yeah. No, vanilla it's not kidney. I don't remember why it's on this list, but it's not kidney. Uh, even the bean. Even the bean. No, why not? It's on, maybe, I don't know if it's on some, one of the other lists. I don't remember. Okay, they're not kidney. You know what? I think it's on this list because people don't buy vanilla beans in the store. That's not a common thing that people buy in the store. But people buy vanilla extract. Okay? That would need hashtag for other reasons because of the extract with alcohol. Alright, the lady asked she bought it, No, because vanilla she bought vanilla beans, the actual beans? No. If they, if people, wait, wait. Did she buy fresh beans or she bought spent beans? Okay. But what it is is when still in the pot. companies that make vanilla extract take the beans, extract the the extract the 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 fragrance or the flavor or whatever it is, and then they uh, sell you the spent beans. Okay, spent beans need her to Okay, next. What's coming next? I don't remember. Um, next is... Next favorite kit. I'm trying to remember what's coming next on my screen. I don't know. Let's see. Pop up. Okay. There are some foods, there are some foods that are um, not kidneys, okay? What popped up on the screen so far is amaranth, but the same is going to be spices and quinoa. Okay, these are things that are inherently not kidneys, but there is a possibility, we're concerned of a possibility that in the way they process it, let's say in the little grains like amaranth and quinoa, when they package it, they might package it with hummus grains, or with spices, they might grind it together with, um, in the same machine we use for breadcrumbs, 
So therefore, we, these things we tell you you need hashgach of the Pesach, not because the thing is kidneys by itself, inherently amulet is not kidneys, but there's a possibility it's run in equipment that uh, also is used for kidneys, or you, for hummus, so we tell people not to use it. Okay, now, there's a group of foods, anise, caraway, cumin, coriander, there's uh, four or five of them, they're all the same plant, they're not kidneys, okay, it's a, as a rule, things that are spices, this is a rule that the Ramah says, think, look, things that are spices are not kidneys, okay, but this group, anise, caraway, cumin, coriander, uh, there's a few more, uh, they'll come up, fennel, it's coming up in these things, they, they are things that the price can say are commonly mixed in with hummus. And, and I actually was in a spice plant, maybe it was two years ago, and the person said to me, he said, I'm going to show you. And he scooped that randomly, a, a handful of these fennel seeds, and lo and behold, there, was, there were other grains mixed into it. I don't remember if they were hummus or not, but there were other grains mixed into it. It has to do with how they grow, etc. So those bunch of spices, the price can say, the different opinions in the price can what to do with them. We follow the opinion they shouldn't be used unless there was some really thorough cleaning process to make sure there's nothing left in them. If we don't re- recommend them, other hashgachas have products that have them that we don't recommend. Why should we be this for all spices? It's not particularly fennel. It, it is. I would assume it would happen. Right, but that's because we're not it spice growers. That's because we're not spice growers. The spice growers says, no, no, I'm going to show it in the fennel. I'm not going to show it to you in the black pepper. In this one, I'm going to show it to you. Okay? Whole black pepper, you will see in the later screen, this whole spices are okay. Ground spices we don't recommend. And here, whole is also okay? Whole oh, what? No, no, these things, even whole, are not okay. Because whole has other grains mixed into it. The black pepper, our only concern is the grinding process. What else goes through that machinery? But whole also <laughs> spices are okay. But these things are not okay, even in the whole... Yes? So other hashtag, other hashtag also, uh, uh, on uh, spice makes so we don't recommend it. So they didn't, they didn't check to make sure that the spice... Okay, so without, without mentioning names, we spoke to the other hashtags, Rabbi Schwartz said, if they can explain to us what they did to make sure that it was cleaned thoroughly, we'll accept it. And we said to them, okay, please tell us. And we didn't really get a good answer. And therefore, Rabbi Schwartz said, so we won't, take, we won't accept it. That's what I mean. We're not accepting ground No, no, no. This is cumin. Cumin, anise, whatever. This hatchet that you're talking about? A recommended hatchet? Yeah, a reputable hatchet. So then how do we have to show the market? The quality is going to have to show the raw, but for a mug. You just told me how to do rabbi. But they're not going to be asking for rabbi. They're looking at their rabbi. They're going to say that's not this is a reputable so what? Wait, 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 wait. So what it is is we can't. We, it, it, it's, a, it's an unusual thing. It's a rec- I'm at, It's a re- it, It's an unusual thing. This is a reputable hashgacha. That's a particular item we're not accepting. Um, and we, we, what we do is like this. In the stores that we certify, like as in Hungarian, it's not in the Pesach section. It's in the non-Pesach section. If I remember, there's even a sign that says we don't recommend the Pesach. But what happens if somebody buys it and uses it? Um, they're relying on that hashtag. You know, so it's a, a, an unusual thing that here we have a reputable hashtag and we put this, this little group, this one little item that we're not accepting. Should we, should we be able to recommend some other ones? Like, is there a no. Right no. 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 Because the, the price is that you can't use them unless you basically no, can't use them. Is there a reputable hashtag? No. No. No, we can't. So you just can't use this at all? Right. There is no such thing as a reputable hashtag. So far, we have. I, I, that we, that, yeah. I mean, in, in our Pesach hotels, we, uh, it's a big part of the, uh, let's say, the, the swarm of this and all that, and, you know, it has the OU on it, whatever. We 
People haven't been hugged to, to not use certain things. Clothes and and clothes is on here now, but in the later screen is saffron. So there are people who have a minute not to use it. Most people do not have that minute nowadays. That's say in there were times that there was problems with clothes, and most people don't have that problem. We do mention it to people that there is such a minute. If that's your family. Clothes and saffron. Clothes and saffron. They used to. It's not. It's not a realistic concern nowadays that there's alcohol on it. So for people. Yes, yeah, so again, the pe- there are some people who say, that with my family, and I, I keep doing like that. Um, if, if that's what your family does, that's what you should do. But most people, if something is actually kidneys, they don't use it. But if it's just one of those other hug them, we tell people that they can do it. Uh, unless, if you have a family minute going back for whatever that you don't use clothes, go for it. Okay, next. What's coming next? Okay. The issue of using kidneys is to eat it. You're allowed to keep it, not like how much, you're allowed to keep it, and you're allowed to have benefit or use it. Other things, as long as you're not eating and therefore... Baby powder, baking powder, I don't know what baking powder is. Baby powder and buckwheat pillows, okay, baking powder is not kidneys, but baby powder and buckwheat pillows are made out of kidneys, but you're not eating them, okay? You're putting baby powder on your baby, uh, okay, or you're sleeping on the buckwheat pillow, that's okay. You're just not allowed to eat these kidneys. I don't know what, what baking powder is. Ignore it. Okay. Okay. Antacids are typically chewable and made with kidneys, and we therefore only recommend using them if you know that they don't have comments in them. It's on this list because the, the common issue that they have them is that the kidneys. Okay, here's some more kidneys. You look at the ingredients. Um, okay, then we're going to read through some. So here are the simple ones that are common. The si- simple kidneys is lentils and mustard and hemp. Um, Flaxseeds are not kidneys, that's why they're on here. And oil like common vegetable oil, um, it's usually made out of kidneys oils. You can make kidneys, so for Pesach, it needs to have hashkocha. Here's the leaves and seeds again. Okay, and now our favorite, nuts. Okay. Yeah. Now, the one that you eat. Um, that's actually going to come again, but uh, antacid comes again, come against the letter T. But antacids are the primary ingredient in them tends to be kidneys. That's why they're on this list. And we, they're edible, and therefore we don't recommend them. The ones that you chew, the chewable antacids, therefore we don't recommend them unless you know ha- they have hashkafa. Tums, which is coming in a second, actually has hashkafa on it for year-round. Uh-huh. We've been in touch with the rabbi who gives hashkafa for it, and he says, listen, I know what's in there, and I don't know that it's chametz, but I can't say that it's chametz free, and therefore we don't recommend it. Uh, it uh, it's surely kidneys. But even kidneys, Harlem are allowed to have kidneys. People who are sick or need it for medicinal purposes could have it. But we don't recommend it because we can't find out if it's chametz free either. We get talking to the person. Because he can't. He gives the hashkafa on it and says it's too involved and I can't figure out whether it's chametz free or not. Other lists say that it is because they did their own determination that there's no chametz in it. But here's the person who has like the inside scoop. I mean, he gives hashkafa to it. He knows what goes into it and says, I can't figure it out. Uh, I'm sorry. They don't care about flavors. Okay. That's the difference. Okay, that's part of it. That's part of it. No, they didn't research the flavors. They didn't. They did not research. They didn't research lots of the other things in the reading. Okay. So we we, that's a different day's discussion. Okay. We were talking about nuts. Okay. Now, nuts. Um, Peanuts. Nuts. That's coming in later screen. Peanuts are kidneys. Besides the peanuts, which we consider to be kidneys, uh, all the other nuts are not kidneys. Okay, what we call tree nuts are not considered to be kidneys. 
If they're blanched or roasted, we don't allow them for Pesach. If they're spiced, or Mrs. Myers can give you the whole... <laughs> I, I can't do it as well. There we go. Okay. If it's got, if it's anything done to it, it's not okay. It's not okay to do it. But if you have, if it's not a peanut, and there's nothing, and there's nothing to it, nothing else was done to it, then you're okay. Okay. One, I'm sorry. One more exception to that is, one more exception to that is pecans. Okay, pecans. That's going to come on the latest screen. But one other exception is pecans. Rega. One other exception is pecans. That we had some connection to a company that used alcohol on their pecans, and it became like hukoyari. You can't use pecans, pieces, anything, any pecans that are out of their shells, you can't use for Pesach, according to Zerzi. Doesn't say why. That's pecans? I'd be surprised. Okay. Well, it depends where you come from. What Yes. Right, I'm sorry. BHC, BHA, also anything in I don't think this is an ingredient. Yes. Is it possible on the ingredient it would just say nuts and, and it's one of these small mom and pop operations they don't list everything? No. Or they have to well, list We it. believe that it, it lists everything. It's pretty common that it's on there. A long list of things. What No, all of them. All, anything that's not a whole pecan in the shell that's no good. That, that's a change from what it is. And okay. it does say, what is my cashews? I'm going to talk about that afterwards. <laughs> we'll talk about that afterwards. Okay. What's with cashews? Same thing. Five cashews? Same thing. Do you have a different thing by cashews? I thought the cashews go through a whole different process. They're not actually in the same sort of shell. And in order to get them out, you never see a cashew in its shell. Correct. Because there's a whole process in order to get them out. Possibly process them. Okay. I don't remember offhand. I do remember we once looked into it. I don't think it's a problem, but I could check again. I once looked into it. Okay. Okay, now, here's a bunch of more things on our third screen. Here are things that are, are kidneys. Here are a whole bunch of things here that are kidneys. What's of note over here, note over here is the rice milk. Um, rice milk can have hummus in it also. So, even though kidneys is, is okay for people who are uh, a choyla, let's see if there's a choyla, and the only thing that's going to make it better is popcorn, okay, then he can eat popcorn. Okay, but, but, somehow, but if rice milk, there are lots of children who need to have um, Rice milk, that's all they can have. Milk substitutes, thank you. Um, and rice milk is one of them. So they're obviously kidneys, but they're allowed to eat kidneys, those kind of people. So the question is, and we have to make sure they don't have comments in them. For that, it's in our guide already. Uh, I don't think it's online yet, but it's in our guide. Uh, and we collect information on which ones of those are free of comments, so people who have to have them or are allowed to eat kidneys should have those also. We want them to have their, those options. Okay. Because soy didn't come on yet. No, it's the next one. Number four. That's all one. Soy milk also has hummus in it? The soy milk, soy milk, some of the next one. Okay. Pumpkin seeds are not hummus, in case you're curious, that's why it's on here. Kinwas, like you mentioned beforehand, that uh, there's questions about the processing of it. Saffron is the thing that has to be Some people have pecans. There we go. Um, pecans, as they like them. And, okay. But are we saying quinoa that they just need to buy it with the That's what it says. That's what it says on there. It's yellow or orange or whatever color you think that is, uh, because it needs, it needs hashkacha because uh, we don't know what else it's packed with. Okay, soy sauce, soy sauce, commonly the second ingredient commonly is wheat. Uh, so not only might it be kidneys, but it might be hummus also. Has to do with yeah, it has to do with people who are 
Choyom, I'm not sure if anybody's a Choyom, but it's soy sauce, but as far as owning it, yes. In the Yashin Guide, it says this whole spiel about soy sauce and how the, by the time the soy sauce is, that one's actually used wheat, that by the time it's red, and the store of the wheat's usually not there anymore. Okay. Does that make a difference at all? Or not for us. Not for Chumas-wise. No. We have to do Yashin Guide, not for Chumas-wise. Okay. Um, what else we got here? Tums. These are Tums. Uh, Turmeric is not a kidney. Um, okay, yeast. Yeast is on here because I mentioned earlier brewer's yeast. That's real chametz. The regular yeast that you have in your house is made by fermentation. What that means is very complicated. But the, the, for, the purpose of us is that it could be made out of chametz, but it's likely made out of kidneys. Living in the United States, so the yeast that you have in your refrigerator, unless you have sourdough, sourdough is chametz. But if you have plain yeast in your house for making challah, that yeast is almost for sure kidneys. There's a small chance that it's hummus. Now, no one's going to use it on Pesach anyhow. Um, as far as owning it or keeping it, uh, we don't recommend it, because it's for sure kidneys, and it might even be hummus. But as far as owning it, chances are that it's not hummus. Okay. Uh, string beans. String beans, yes. You put it here, I'll spin it. I mean, just want to point out that I want to raise that right or why should it be I'm saying what we think. You know, the serious okay. policy is that we consider string beans to be kidneys. That's why I'm talking The purpose of there are people who think they're streamings and not kidneys, yes, but it's generally assumed, most Americans assume they are kidneys. Yes. I mean, I mentioned peanuts, you know, in South Africa, they eat peanut butter on Pesach. They don't consider it to be kidneys. Uh, lots of, there are people who, who don't eat peanuts also, but I'm writing what we think, that we consider it to be kidneys. Yes, okay. Okay. Next. Okay, next group. Vegetables. Okay. What? You know, when I put up the picture, it actually occurred to me. I said, hmm, so I'm going to wonder that really avocados on there. So the pictures are not reflective of a din over here. You should, the, next, the one about fruit is going to have a banana on it also, okay? You know, in din, we consider bananas to be vegetables. But so you have to just move with, you know, okay. I see grapes on the roast side there. Okay, really bad news. Anyhow, okay, vegetables. Okay, so vegetables. Um, it turns out that the, shire, the vegetables themselves, if they're not kidneys, then they should be okay. Okay, but it turns out, and I, I, just, this, I, I didn't do this on purpose, it just worked out like this, that the question about vegetables, vegetables, is, could be broke, is ABC. Okay, as simple as ABC. There we go. ABC. Okay. And there's blanching and candy. Okay. Three things, three things that can go wrong with a vegetable. Okay. What? You can be motivational speaker there we go, ABC, yeah, that's right. And it's planting and canning. And that is like this. Um, as I, I mentioned to you beforehand, that when peeled, peeled vegetables or salads or things like that um, have are washed with citric acid, they have other things like that that are additives that are a question, they inherently, if they were for Pesach, they would be okay. It happens to be, salads is a little different than other things. In salads, there are lots of them that have hashkacha for Pesach, where the hashkacha makes sure that they switch their additives to make sure the cost of the Pesach. And for that reason, we tell people they should buy them with hashkacha. We don't say, or buy them before Pesach. Okay? Because the after the hashkacha is very available. People are putting the effort to make it cost of Pesach. It's not like eggs that are maybe harder to find. And therefore, for salads, big salads, we tell people, buy them with hashkacha for Pesach. Okay? Um, now, the rest of the vegetables. The next thing is blanching. Vegetables that are frozen, before they freeze them, 
They do a light cooking to them. They dunk them into boiling water for a few seconds. It's called blanching. Um, and there's this possibility that those same blanchers were used, excuse me, for pasta. Um, doesn't seem so likely, but it is possible. So we tell people they should not use frozen vegetables um, because they might have uh, been made on hummus kale, cooked on hummus kale. And then canning, canned is the third thing. Okay, that applies to all kinds of canned vegetables, of course. Tomato products that are canned or jarred and uh, baby food, like in cans or jars. And that means like this. When you put something into a can, what you do is you put the food into the can, seal the can up or seal the jar up, and then cook it inside the can. And that kills anything that's living inside of there so that it doesn't, the food doesn't spoil or become dangerous. So that same canning machinery could be used for lots of other things. This is a very likely possibility. Think about it. When you buy a jar of baby food or carrots in baby food, the next jar over has got oatmeal in it. Okay? Or if you buy a can of tomato sauce that's plain, well, the next one has in a tomato sauce with pasta or meat or anything else. I mean, it has all kinds of other things. So things that are canned need to have a shloka for year-round, of course, and for Pesach as well. And what's coming next? Oh, now the ones that have nothing in them, okay? The plain old, draw, uh, plain raw vegetables, including baby carrots, that's a common question, are okay. And? So are they used vegetable wash as baby carrots? I don't know why we, we had this impression that the baby carrots are always okay, even if they're fresh. Uh, I'm not sure why, but that's just like a... Did they have to oh, no, the no, 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 okay. That they are okay. We don't have to be. No, we tell people that they're okay. We don't tell them to buy the potential. I'm not sure 100% why. Yeah. Okay, and then, here's our coconut again. Like, well, baby carrots are cut. Um, so that's okay. Yes. Yes. Dried mushrooms? What do you mean dried? Dried. Yes, they're so good. Dried mushrooms. Right. Not freeze-dried. No, not freeze-dried. Vegetable washed. I don't know if you noticed it slipped in the vegetable wash. It's not really a vegetable, but it needs hashkacha for this. Why are, why are dried mushrooms okay and not dried fruits? It's not the same process thing? Because it doesn't have the oil to keep them from sticking from each other. Think about a bunch of raisins together right. clump up, and a bunch of mushrooms are not going to clump up. Okay, we're getting there, guys. We're almost there. Okay. If you have patience, I'll go to the end. Okay. We've been going for a while. Okay, fruits. Better get moving. Okay. Fruits can't be hummus, and they can't be paid... Hum- Sorry, what, what did you say about the baby, the baby jars? Like they need hashkoch of a pesach. Because they're kids. I did. I said they do need hashkoch of a pesach. Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, okay. Fresh fruit is okay. Isn't that great? One thing on the screen. Fresh fruit is okay for pesach. Okay, but... But if... Uh, if you have jams and jellies, um, those are sweetened, and this can... They, very likely have kidneys in them, and as a, in addition to other problems, plus jams and jellies, sweetened things, then dried fruits, we mentioned already, have problems, and then, what's coming next? Anybody? Okay, here, Caleb issues about cooked fruits, and canned fruits is this, now, canned fruits are not nearly as serious as canned vegetables, uh, but because, just having to do the way the machinery works, canned fruits is much less of a concern. We tell people only have to buy their canned fruit with hashkacha for Pesach. Um, Okay. Now, if frozen fruit, without anything else added to it, anything else that's sensitive, basically, like you can put sugar in, but that's it. Frozen fruit is okay if there's nothing else to it. It's not cooked or sweetened, anything else. Sweetened with sugar is okay. Sweetened with sugar happens to be okay, yes. Um, so it doesn't say that on this sign here, but yeah. 
Okay, and then, last but not least for this one, is... Ooh. What happened to some of Okay, oh, I know what else. I'm sorry. Second to last is... Coming. Second to last is olive oil. Okay? When you make olive oil, like with other oils, at the end of the, at the, end of the process... At the end of the process, you need to heat it to remove odors, to deodorize it, to remove odors from it. That equipment could be used for other things also, mainly for kidneys, but potentially, I guess, for hummets, for regular oils. The only exception to that rule is extra virgin olive oil, because that olive oil is done without any heat, and it's not deodorized, and the people who use it like the, the odor that it has to it. Uh, and therefore, so extra virgin olive oil is okay, but anything else, the extra light or the flavor or the regular olive oil, all the other olive oils are all need hashkach for Pesach. And last, um, is that, this, this you have to remember to prescribe, is that cocoa, chocolate is a, is a fruit. Uh, so cocoa powder is on here. Uh, and we have it on here because in Europe, there were people who added glucose to their cocoa powder, which in Europe especially could have been comets. So we say European cocoa powder needs hashkach for Pesach. Um, you know what Rishi's is? Rishi's is okay. It's okay. It's on our list. In America, our list says, in America, first of all, the glucose wouldn't be hummus, but second, I don't believe it's even legal in America. In Europe, it is legal to add the glucose. So our, we tell people to not use the European stuff for the hashkah. Okay. Juice. That's what it says on our list. Okay. Okay. Now, juices, juices have two problems to them. One is that some of them use enzymes in in getting as much juice as they can out of the fruit. The other is that they are pasteurized. Um, pasteurization is a heating process to make it not spoil. And we're concerned that that's done on shared equipment other things. So therefore, the only thing that we recommend is pure concentrated orange juice. That doesn't mean orange juice from concentrate. I mean, just from the concentrated form, and it's just plain old cans or whatever, a frozen uh, orange juice, those are okay. Without anything else into it. Just pure, plain old orange juice, that's okay. Um, I don't understand. Does that frozen? Yes, yeah, yeah. just the frozen. Not it's if it's in a bottle. So it should say frozen? It does. Pure concentrated oranges. Oh, I'm sorry, I take that. If you would buy concentrated oranges in liquid form, it would be okay also. But you can't buy them. You can't buy them. No, you can't buy them. But, so, but what we buy is frozen. Okay, but it, it has to do with the freezing process per se. If in the concentrated form, we think that's okay. If you can find it. You could have it. Okay. So you got to keep on moving. But only orange juice. Only orange juice, not any other juices. Not apple. Okay. That's how we said apple juice. We do or what? We don't. Why? Okay, you don't to Everybody afterwards. Cold drinks. Okay. Oh my gosh, we're, we're really running here. Okay, cold drinks. Okay. The simplest reason why drinks need hashkacha is because they're flavored. Okay, lots of drinks are flavored. Okay, so if you want pop or soda, whichever part of the country you come from, or uh, flavored water, you can't use it because they have, they have flavor to it. Okay, the next is carbonation. Carbonation. The way... One of the ways of getting carbon dioxide is a byproduct of making whiskey and beer. And there's a question as to whether that carbon dioxide that would come from those processes would be considered chametz or not. The CRC considers that it is chametz. Well, it's a question. But we consider it to be chametz. And therefore, anything that's got carbon dioxide and anything that's got bubbles, we say needs hashgacha. So seltzer and um, seltzer. And flavors and sodas. Carbon dioxide. 
Okay. So whatever that, that we have to find is okay. It's certified, but we can't get it elsewhere. We are. That's what I said. That's what I said. We are. Um, okay. Yes. So then we send somebody to the supermarket, they find all the hashkafas, but that hashkafas is the one that relies on the fact that they don't care. That's a good question. So, in carbon dioxide, right. well, well, as a rule, hashkafas tend to think the same way, but you're, in this case, in carbon dioxide, there are hashkafas who don't think the way we do. There are other hashkafas who, for very legitimate reasons, say carbon dioxide can go from any place. Well, they say carbon dioxide can go from kidneys, but not from comets. So there's different, you know, variations of this. So re- you're right. When we rely on somebody else, a little bit we're, uh, if we... In the no, we're accepting their decision unless we know otherwise. So we're driving the consumer nuts just... No, if we if that has to they told us. No, we let every carbon dioxide, then we wouldn't recommend their products. You know what I mean? But as a rule, we assume, until we know otherwise, we assume that they think the same as us. Okay, and last, is there are some drinks that have enzymes in them. Okay, and these, those are, for example, wine and lactate milk. Okay, well, lactate lactase, the enzyme that you help that breaks down the milk to make it into lactate milk or the pills, is often made from comets, made on wheat brand, and therefore we, um, in the, the lactate milk, the milk itself, if you can't buy with hashkacha, I don't know if it, even, if it exists with hashkacha, we tell people if you buy it full pace up, then it's okay, because um, the, milk is, the, the lactase is bottled before pace up. It's not a mind. In case you're curious. Okay, you could also take lactate in a non-chewable pill. That's not edible. And if you can find water that has no carbon dioxide, no flavors, no vitamins, it's just plain old old fashioned water, you're okay. You have in your kitchen. Here we go. That's okay. Straight from Lake Michigan. Okay. Then you're okay. Okay. There, you, you should know there are people who only use water that was taken out of the sink before paper. So you should just know. Really? Yes, there are people like that. Yes. Um, that's a... Different question. No, it's a different question. Okay. Okay. Oh, we're getting it. We really have like two or three left to go. Three, four to go. Okay. Coffee and tea. Okay. Okay. The simplest reason why coffee and tea need hashkafa with Pesach is if they're flavored. Okay. You buy herbal tea. Herbal teas almost always are flavored. Well, flavored coffees and tea, so they need hashkafa. That's simple. Okay. <coughs> Next. Wait, wait. Before the way. Yes. But did you do the research on this pure black green, blah, 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 blah? I get that, yeah. We'll be there in a second. All right. Okay. Decaf coffee and tea has a separate problem, which is the process of getting the caffeine out of the coffee beans is done with something called, can be done with something called ethyl acetate, and that can be common. So we don't recommend decaffeinated coffee or tea unless we know otherwise. We, get, we tend to find out about different brands that are okay, but without knowing otherwise, we don't allow it unless it's hashkacha. And instant coffee, an instant tea, have a different question, which is the kingdom that they're made on to drive them out to a powder. Our question. And they sometimes get starches into them as they're drying it out. So those things need hashkaka and cake ups the same. Okay. So awesome. okay. Now, are we saying there's a difference between freeze dried and Yes. There is really a difference between freeze dried and instant coffee. For most consumers they can't tell the difference by themselves, which is which. So a lot of what we get out a lot of what we post is say this brand is okay is because, basically, we're saying that brand is freeze-dried. Either because we decided, or the Hashkacha told us that. Okay? Um, that's a lot of the, what you see of uh, Hashkacha saying, this brand of our coffee is okay, is because, basically, they're saying it's freeze-dried. Yes. yes, but 
doesn't always, it's not always so clear. It's not always so clear what it is. And if you scoop it out, we've done this before, if you scoop it out, I can show you the difference in a second. You'll know literally what's freeze-dried and what's instant. I can teach it to you in a second. It's very easy to tell. But, but the, the, the instant um, can, re, can go back to being a powder much more easily than the freeze-dried. Okay, but we tell people, don't buy instant unless you know that it's okay. If you could figure it out by knowing what's freeze-dried, then you're in business. Okay. What was the problem with the instant is that the a powder starches are added to it as part of the drying process when they freeze dry. Okay, now if you have plain oh, when they not freeze dry, when they spray dry, I'm sorry, when they spray dry. Okay, if you have plain coffee beans, okay, or you have plain tea, okay, black, green, or white, that's all the same for us. Uh, with nothing else in it, and it's not decaffeinated, it's not instant, and it's not flavored, it's not anything else, then you're okay. What was the problem with the bags? We, we are not worried about that problem. Okay, and coffee whitener, which is not really coffee and tea. The kind of tea that's okay is not going to come in a tea bag. It's yeah, it says or tea bags. See, it says tea leaves or tea bags. Which are, are okay. not flavored, instant, or decaffeinated. How's a tea bag not, you mean it's not instant tea bag? Instant like as in powder. Instant tea means that you take a powder, you dunk it in, and into the water and make it. A tea bag is not instant. That's leaves. There are actual leaves inside there. The K-cups are, do you know of any other artificial taste? Well, we're going to check in the OU book to see if that big green is okay for Pesach. And what about the cure? Not today. Beats me. Not for today. Hey, we don't get that food. And the ground coffee is that. Okay. We're really almost there, guys. We're really almost there. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Dairy products. Three to go, people. Three to go. Okay. Dairy products. All the ones that you're going to see on this list need that to go from the Pesach. Okay. The, the, it goes like this. The first thing, when you make dairy products, is made out of milk. And I mentioned to you already, milk has potential questions to it. If you bought the milk before Pesach and you didn't have a choice, we would say it's okay. But as a rule, we say buy with Hashkacha. If you can't get that, buy it before Pesach. So milk we, uh, is listed basically as needing Hashkacha. Is it better to import milk with Hashkacha or just not import milk? Someone is it better? He was asking me, uh, should he import and try to get milk from an area where there's no milk with Hashkacha? So he wants to bring it in. So is it, is it better to bring it in with Hashkacha? He should ask his rabbi that question. He should ask that question. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, butter is made out of milk. So butter also sometimes has other ingredients to it. Okay, so if it has other ingredients, it's obviously it's sensitive. But sometimes butter is just butter, just cream and salt. That's a common thing to just find butter out of. Then it just has the shyness of butter of milk to it. It doesn't have the other questions. Right. Okay. Cheese, cheese and yogurt are made with enzymes that are mimic the cheese. And How much does it take long enough to get to the market? Yes. I wouldn't worry about butters that was made yesterday coming out. It's not that big. Cheese and yogurts are made with enzymes and cultures that need hashkacha for Pesach. Uh, and then all these other ones, ice cream and sorbet and margarine. I know margarine's not dairy, but close enough. Uh, all these other things are just have too many things in them. Um, and if we need to have place Okay, here we go, guys. We are almost there. Okay, and now, meat and fish. Okay, meat and fish. Plain fish and plain meat are not a problem for Pesach. Okay, they're, they're inherently cultural Pesach. There's nothing to them. So inherently, they should be okay. However, here we start our problems. Okay, frozen fish is sometimes glazed with corn syrup. Okay, corn syrup is not kashal pesach. 
Okay, so that needs hashgacha. And pro- processed fish. Including frozen salmon? Yes, says frozen salmon. Okay, including, now, processed fish, um, and processed fish and cooked fish, obviously these things, these things need hashgacha to know where it was, what it was done with. And then, another related thing is ground meat and poultry. We have a concern that ground meat and poultry would ground on the same grinders that we use for hummus also. So, we tell people to buy them for Pesach, buy them special for Pesach, and repack meat and poultry. That means is, if the butcher bought a case of chickens, or he bought a whole side of beef, and he cut it up himself, we have this concern that maybe he did that on dirty counters, um, and therefore we don't let it. And, canned, of course, as I mentioned before, that the canning process can be used for lots of things. That's a much more serious concern than what we said beforehand. And, if you have meat and poultry, that's in the original packaging. That means this. Original packaging means this. It comes to the store already packed by the packing house. It's packaged by Rosenblatt. Okay, it doesn't say on it, packaged by here. It's packaged by the actual place it says. It's, you know, it comes with a or wrapping over it, okay? It's mouse wrapped really from them. That's okay. Their cost will pay something. You wouldn't worry about that. But, if it's done by your local store, a Hungarian puts it into their own trays, then you have to be concerned unless you know that it was made cost will pay Hungarian is already cost will pay What about meal mark ground meat that comes from? Okay, that's a good answer for fish tank question. I don't know. I don't know if they stand behind that ground meat as being... Okay, please, I don't know. I guess we'd have to ask them whether they stand behind that year-round that is questionable pizza. I don't know. Okay, and our last group here? Honey. Well, I actually call... Well, I call seasoning. Okay? But it does, honey is going to be in one... It's going to be in this list. That's why I put the honey on there. It looks pretty new. Okay. And that is like this. Okay. There's a whole bunch of reasons why the things you need hashgacha. Some of them are made by fermentation. Aspartame and MSG are made by fermentation, which means to say is, the ingredient, there's sugars that are in there that could have been from hummus, likely from kidneys, but they could have been from hummus. Next, ground spices and honey, we have kaolin issues. Okay, when you grind the spices, you might have used that for other things. Or honey um, is often bottled hot just to make it flow more smoothly. So we're concerned about what else is around that kale, on those kaolin. Now, there's a bunch, most of the seasonings, the shiloh is not the seasoning itself, but things that are added to it. Like, for example, if you have Splenda, that, the, the, the sweetener that's in there is not the issue. The problem with these, with these sugar substitutes is that they're so potent that people couldn't use them in their houses if they came at their full strength. You have to put, like, like two grains into your food. So what they do is they bulk it up by putting in other things into it, like cornstarch. That's a common thing to put into it. So this way you can take a spoonful of it for your coffee rather than taking just one speck to put into your coffee. Okay, so the, the sugar substitutes, and a lot of these other things, like salt that has iodine, it's not the iodine that's the problem. It's that iodine, when it's applied, it's applied with something else with it. Brown sugar, all these things are things that the, there's something else added to it. It's not the inherently the thing that's wrong with it. it tends to not be the problem. But if the you iodine have, is, 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 the iodine in itself is nothing. The thing that's added is yes. Okay. What happens if you have salt that has no iodine to it? No iodine in it? Or, if you got the Skokie Shalafmanis, they had sea salt that had iodine, Kushla Pesa. Okay, go figure. It's natural sea salt. It's called real salt. Okay, my kids are going to be fine. This is real salt. Okay, anyhow, so, if it's without iodine, not iodine salt is okay. It has no other additives to it. If you have whole spices, or if you have uh, pure white cane sugar, just plain old sugar, you are okay. And, what does that mean? 
Raw sugar. Raw sugar? That's fine. Those are fine. If they have nothing else to give them, then those are fine. Uh, 